Now, I've always wanted to tell a story for you guys, and in the story, I'm actually telling a story, and I think this is the video blog I'm actually going to attempt to do this for the first time. Alright, so one night, me and my friend Bernard, we were just hanging out, started talking about high school, and eventually, somehow, we worked our way to prom. I was telling him how my prom night was actually pretty interesting, mostly due to the fact that it wasn't contained to just one night. You know, Bernard's like, what do you mean it wasn't just contained to one night? So then naturally, I had to start the story from the beginning. Now, and I'll start you guys from the beginning too, okay? Let's go back to the middle school days. Now, my middle school, my parents sent me to this private Baptist school where they didn't have prom. You know, the teachers would always tell us, we know what you kids do on prom night, so we're never, ever, ever going to have a prom at this school. So, in my head, you know, I was always thinking I'd never have a prom because I thought I was going to graduate from high school in this private school. But then, in the ninth grade, I started going to a public school, so that kind of put me in direct path with prom that I wouldn't have at that private school. Alright, so fast forward three years to the magical night. My mom let me borrow her 1993 Toyota Corolla, and to me, it was like a Lexus, because my car at the time was this 1979 Mazda three-door hatchback. Not the car you want to be seen in, especially on prom night. Alright, so my prom date at the time was actually this girl that I've been crushing on for a while, and you know, she's the kind of girl that's always had a boyfriend, and she didn't really seem to like me like that anyways, but two weeks before prom, her and her boyfriend broke up. So I don't remember if I asked her to be my date or if she asked me, but she ended up being my date. And let me tell you, I have never seen this girl looking this good. So as we're driving to prom, a little voice in the back of my head is wondering, I know she just broke up with her man, but I wonder if we're gonna do that thing that kids do on prom night. You know, it's just a little voice in the back of my head. Our prom was held at a ballroom at one of those fancy Disney hotels by Pleasure Island. So me and my date get there and I meet up with my friend Will. Some of you guys might remember him from the Sarasota videos. Yeah, we were high school buddies, that's where we met. So I met up with Will and his date and we all grab a table and we all just start talking. So after being there for about 15 minutes, my date turns to me and she's like, do you want to dance? And I'm like, eh, you know, not right now. Let's see. The thing that she didn't know is how good I could actually dance. Like everybody knew I could break dance at the time, but I had never done any other kind of dancing in public. So I knew how good I could dance, you know, because I was dancing around my house every day while I play the music on the radio, but you know, nobody else really knew. And then suddenly the DJ put on the next song and I hear, Suddenly I feel something in my body, like as soon as I heard that bass kick in, I felt like David Banner transforming into the Hulk. Yeah, the beast was about to be released and there was like nothing I could do to stop it. So I grabbed my date without saying a word to her and pulled her out to the dance floor. So then Bernard interrupts the story and he's like, wait, you were booty dancing? And I told him, I'm like, yeah, bro, I was, you know, I wasn't always the goody-goody that you know today. The younger version of me had a little sprinkle of wildness in him. I mean, I was all over my date and judging by the huge grin she had on her face, she seemed like she was loving every single second of it. You know, I kind of felt 
like she had always wanted to do this with me but never really had the chance to you know and I'm now I'm noticing all the other guys around me and they're looking all stiff and robotic like Robocop you know they're trying to dance but they just can't keep up with their girls and you know because their girls have the coordination but the guys just have no lower torso movement whatsoever and here I am looking like the T-1000 from the Terminator 2 movies you know like liquid on the dance floor bending my girl all around in these crazy positions like a gymnast you know and Bernarda is cracking up at this point so the booty music plays for about 15 minutes and then the DJ went right into the breakdancing music and I look up and through all the darkness I meet eyes with Willie and suddenly I just see him give me this devilish smile and then a circle forms around him and he just hits the floor so then I turn to my date and I'm just like yo I'll be right back okay and I start pushing my way through the crowd because now everybody that's around Will isn't dancing. They're just cheering him on like, go, go, go. And then I jump in the cypher right there with my boy. And he's doing his UFOs and his tabletops and his crickets. And then I jump in and I start busting out my windmills and, you know, a flare or two and me and him. And just we're just taking turns. And then two other kids that break dance at our school, they jump in the circle and we all had this rotation going. It was crazy. Everybody was screaming. We were popping, locking for about like five minutes it was, it was nuts man and then the dj switches back to regular music and we stop breaking and then we go back to dancing with our girls so a few minutes after i started dancing with my date you know random girls started coming up to me and tapping me on the shoulder like adonde you know come dance with me next okay and i'd be like oh yeah no okay i will but me and my date had so much chemistry on the dance floor that I honestly didn't realize how much time was passing as we were dancing. So then suddenly one of the first girls that came and asked me to dance with me about 20 minutes ago just pulls me away from my prom date and she's like, it's my turn. So now the girl that stole me away, her name is Marsha. Me and Marsha, we're dancing and it's, it's not as crazy as me and my prom date were dancing, but then she's like, you know, where did you learn how to dance like that with a girl? Didn't you come from a private school? You know, I know you didn't learn how to dance all to booty music at that private school. And I'm like, eh, you know, you know, so we start talking and we're laughing and then she says, hey, I have a hotel room about 10 minutes away from here. If you want to bring your prom date by, you know, you guys can hang out for a little bit. You guys are more than welcome. We'll just have a few people over. You're more than welcome to stop by if you want to. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'll ask my prom date and I don't think she'll have a problem with it. So I go back and I start dancing with my prom date for another hour until prom pretty much ends. So me and my prom date leave once prom is over and we head to my car and we're both covered in each other's sweat as we're walking. You know, we're both gasping for air, trying to catch our breath. And then I realized that I only sat down for the first 15 minutes of prom and then I danced pretty much for two hours straight. And I didn't really have any intentions on dancing that night. So we both sit down in my car and then suddenly my pager goes off. See, back when I was a senior, the cell phones were like the same ones they had at Desert Storm. So they were huge, but you know, you were still kind of cool because you had a cell phone when nobody else could afford one. So, and it wasn't even mine, it was my mom's, but you know, still. So I call the number and it's Marsha and she's like, hey, are you guys still coming? So I turn to my date and I'm like, hey, you know, a few friends of mine, they got a hotel room and they want to know if we want to stop by. And she's like, oh yeah, no, it's cool, let's go. So I start the car and then we drive over to Marsha's hotel. 
So now as we walk to her room, that voice in my head chimes in again and it's like, I wonder if me and my date are gonna do that thing that kids do on prom night. Then I start to wonder, what if I walk into this hotel room and like all the people in the room are hooking up and me and my date kind of walk right into the middle of it. So we get to the room and Marsha lets us in and I walk in and instantly I notice the first connecting bedroom door is closed and think, oh, okay, there's, there's people in there because the lights are off and that room looks occupied. Okay, so then I look into the living room section and there's like eight of some of the most popular kids in school and they're just all sitting around cuddling with their dates as they watch a movie. In my head, I'm like, what? You, you guys are supposed to be doing that thing that kids do on prom night. You know, it was, it was kind of a shell shock that kids were actually doing other stuff like regular kid stuff on prom night. I, you know, I had always been conditioned from my teachers at the private school that every kid gets crazy, but you know, even the most popular kids in school are just hanging out, not doing crazy stuff, acting normal, being very responsible. So I sit on the couch and my date comes and she sits on my lap and you know, we just start to cuddle a little bit as we watch TV with everybody. So now as the movie starts to end, that same voice in my head comes back and it's like, well Adande, I suddenly don't think you'll be doing that thing that kids do on prom night. So after the movie ends, me and my date, we get up and we say bye to everybody and we go back to my car. And it's like 4 a.m. now. So as soon as I sit down in my seat, a huge wave of fatigue hits me. Like all the dancing with my prom date and all the break dancing with Willie just all of a sudden hit me like a ton of bricks. So then, you know, I tell my date like, I need some help driving you home because I'm very bad when I get behind the wheel and I'm sleepy. And she's like, okay, I'll help you. So as I drive, my eyes keep getting heavier and heavier. Like they're so heavy as I'm driving. And she's apparently wide awake. Every time I start to swerve, she'd be like, Adande. And then I'd snap out of it for about four minutes and get back on the road. And then my eyes would get heavy again and I'd start to swerve. It was like a vicious cycle. But we finally get to her house and I pull up in her driveway. And at this point, I am in total zombie mode. Like my eyes were barely open. I don't even look at her. I just keep looking out the windshield and I'm just like, thanks for coming to prom with me. And she's like, you're welcome. And then there's a slight pause. Now, if I wasn't so tired, I would have noticed that pause, but I didn't because I was so sleepy. So about two weeks later, I get a phone call for my prom date. So, you know, we're on the phone and we're talking about prom night and then she tells me that she feels bad because she stopped me from dancing with all the other girls who wanted to dance with me. I'm like, oh no, trust me. I had so much fun dancing with you that night that I didn't even realize how much time was passing. And then she says, you know, Adande, I was very mad at you though after you dropped me at my house. And I'm like, why were you mad at me? She says, you were so tired, I couldn't even get a good night kiss out of you. And I'm like, gasp. You wanted to kiss me? She was like, yeah, I wanted to kiss you, but you were so sleepy, I couldn't, and you didn't even look at me when we pulled up in my driveway. I'm like, what did she just say? Then she was like, you know, I actually wanted to do a lot more with you than just kiss, but if you were too tired to even give me a kiss, I knew we couldn't even take it there. After she said that, I had to pick my jaw up off the floor with both my hands, you know. I could not believe my ears. No girl has ever told me flat out like that. Ever. 
And this girl wasn't even my girlfriend, so after I gather my thoughts, I start talking again and kind of work into the conversation like, well, prom was really just a school dance. If you ever wanted to kiss me or even maybe more, we could do that at any time. So, you know, I tried to insert a little bit of humor and I was like, you know, I work on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have off, and I have the whole house to myself. And she's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. So I try to continue the joke even more, you know, so then it seems less awkward when she rejects me. So I'm like, yeah, you know, you could come over, and, you know, I just got a brand new camcorder, and we could do whatever you want to do, and we could videotape the whole thing. Then she's like, huh, that actually sounds like fun. What time should I come over on Tuesday? And then I'm like, um, are you serious? And she says, well, I'm serious if you're serious. And then I'm like, um, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, Tuesday around 11 in the afternoon. So then she says, well, okay, if I come over and we do this thing that kids do on prom night, we'll just codename it that. If we do this thing that kids do on prom night and we videotape it, can I get a copy of it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. So then Bernard interrupts and he's like, bro, are you serious? She really said that? And I'm like, yeah, man, no lie. Now the thing about it is back then with the whole saving myself till marriage thing, my whole philosophy was, okay, if my girlfriend didn't want to do it until we're married, then that's cool. But if I had a girlfriend and she didn't care if we did it before marriage or what, then I was okay with that too. So then Bernard's like, okay, but what happened? Did she come over? 